Welcome to the Real Life English Podcast, where we help dedicated English learners just like you cultivate the courage, the confidence, and the skills that you need to understand real life native English, to communicate clearly with people from all around the world, and to make your life an epic global adventure. Now, are you ready to go beyond the classroom and start living your English? Can I get an aw, yeah? Types of jokes in English that you may have heard of, such as traditional ones, knock knock jokes, one liners, and more. Some can be quite difficult to understand because they contain more than one meaning. These are the jokes we'll be looking at today. So, we'll be sharing some jokes with you and explaining their meaning and what makes them funny or a little embarrassing. Try using these jokes with your friends to put a smile on their face. And don't forget to go to our Instagram at reallife.english as we have a bonus lesson for you there about ways to talk about jokes. So check that out as soon as you finish listening to this podcast. Boys and girls, citizens of the world, this is Ethan from Real Life English, where we believe that listening to podcasts is a fun, natural, convenient, and amusing way to learn English. So download this podcast and listen to it while you're stuck in traffic, mowing the lawn, or even thinking up your next best joke. Hi, <laughs> yeah, I'm joined here in the Barcelona virtual studio, as always, by the lovely Andrea. How's it going, Andrea? It's going good, thank you. How about you? I'm doing fantastic. So you had a perfect lead in there while you're thinking up some jokes, right? Yeah. So sometimes you learn new jokes and sometimes you like to think of your own. So maybe you'll be doing that while you listen to today's podcast. Exactly. And the jokes that we're talking about today are often referred to as dad jokes. Now, why do we call them dad jokes? So we call them dad jokes because typically it's dads that will tell these jokes. And sometimes they make you cringe. And that means that you get really embarrassed and you just want to hide away because you get so embarrassed with the joke. But sometimes these jokes can be so bad that they really make you laugh and they end up being really funny and they end up being really good jokes. Yeah, that's true. It's more often than not, they're so bad that they're actually they're actually funny because it's it's just the it's sometimes it's almost more the fact that it's so bad is what's funny, not the actual joke itself, right? And there's a lot of other names I think that people could hear these jokes called. So uh, if you're like me, my dad doesn't tell dad jokes. Does your dad tell dad jokes? No, he's not really that kind of dad. <laughs> so you might call these by a different name then. So like a, a pun, that's like maybe the most official term, right? For a dad joke. So usually with a pun, there are different possible meanings of a word or also sometimes the words sound like another one, but have a different meaning. Exactly. Yeah. And we'll see some good examples of those today. And we mentioned knock-knock jokes too in the intro. What are knock-knock jokes? So with a knock-knock joke, you start off with knock-knock and then you would respond. Who's there? And then <laughs> I might say boo. Boo-hoo. No need to cry. It's only a knock-knock joke. <laughs> That's a bit like a type of, of dad joke, right? But I always think of those actually being more like kids jokes, right? The kids really like to tell knock-knock jokes. Yeah, we used to say these types of jokes a lot when we were in school as little kids. But they often contain some sort of play on words there too in the punchline. 
What's a punchline? Yeah, so a punchline is that final line of the joke that has the most impact and the one that's going to make you laugh. Right. It's kind of like the the resolution of the joke, right? Yeah, so with the knock-knock joke that we just used as an example, like boo-hoo, obviously when you cry, you don't actually make that sound like boo-hoo-hoo. But for some reason in English, boo-hoo is kind of recognized as a sound for crying. So by me saying boo, um, as in like I'm scaring you as well, sometimes when you jump out at someone, you say boo, and then you say who or boo-hoo, because you're asking who are you, it sounds like you're crying. So that's why I said, there's no need to cry, it's only a joke. So that's the play on words there. Another name I've heard a lot, at least in the States, that we'll call these jokes is, we might say they're a corny joke or a cheesy joke. So if someone tells one of these, you might say, oh, that joke's really cheesy. Would you say that in the UK as well? Yeah, we do. We would say that it's really cheesy or cringy, those kinds of words. Cringy. Yeah. I think you use another one as well, don't you, that we don't use as much in the UK. That wouldn't be corny? Yeah, corny. Yeah. we might. I don't think we'd say cringy either, but we'd say like cringeworthy. Mm. It's worthy of, of cringing. Yeah, that's true. Cringeworthy. I think we get lazy sometimes and we just shorten it to cringy. <laughs> it sounds more British, right? That you guys have like dummies and you do more of that diminutive sort of thing with the why. Yeah. Yeah, we do. It's true. All right. So... You guys have now a base for different types of dad jokes or different names for dad jokes. But before we get into actually telling you guys some jokes, we have a shout out to a very special listener and app user. So today's shout out comes from Mona Elnaga. And she says, the best podcast app to improve your English. I'm an English teacher and the app helps me a lot. I wish I could hear my shout out soon. (laughs) Well, no time like the present, Mona. Thanks so much for using the app, for sharing it with your students. I'm glad that it's also helping you to improve your own English. And hopefully you're enjoying listening to the podcast. And dear listener, if you want to get a shout out like Mona, just download the Real Life English app, if you have not already. And the really great thing about our app is that you can listen to this podcast with a full transcript and interactive vocabulary definitions. So I highly recommend that you do that if you're not already listening to the podcast there. And if you leave us a five-star review in the Apple app or Google Play Store, then we can shout you out too. And the other great thing about this is that you're helping other learners to discover us and have a lot of fun learning with us. So that said... Thanks again, Mona. And we have a pretty funny quote to share with you before we move into today's main topic. So I came across this quote this morning and I laughed out loud like so hard. And I was like, we have to include this in today's podcast. And it comes from the show, The Office US, and is said by one of the main characters, Michael Scott, who is the boss. And he says, I'm not superstitious. I'm a little stitious. (laughs) That is like fantastic. So it's a really great quote to choose too, because Michael Scott tells these kinds of uh, dad jokes all the time, right? probably drops half a dozen of them in each episode. Yeah, he's always trying to be funny. And a lot of the time it is, you know, cheesy or cringeworthy. Right. And I think it's that kind of thing that 
the humor, it's funny because it's not funny. So it's like the, the awkwardness of the situation and stuff and, and his character is what makes it so funny, not the actual joke that he tells itself. Exactly. Yeah. So obviously he's a comedian and he's just got great timing with his jokes. And I mean, this character is just one of the best ever on TV. Are you more preferential to the British Michael Scott or the American Michael Scott? They're very different. This is the thing. Like obviously <laughs> uh, David Brent played by Ricky Gervais is the original, but the humor is quite different. Okay. I thought they had the same name for some reason. Oh no, they don't. They don't. All the characters have different names. I love that there's an American episode where they actually meet the British version and the American, right? Yeah, it's hilarious. So coming back to that quote or joke, so he says, I'm not superstitious, but I'm a little stitious. Why is this funny? What is it, What is the joke here? In case people don't know what that means. It's funny because stitious is not a word on its own. <laughs> the word superstitious means that you like believe in, in certain weird things. Like, I don't know how to describe it, but a superstition is like, for example, maybe you think it's bad luck to do something a certain way, or sometimes people have weird superstitions or unusual superstitions that when they leave a room, they have to flick the light switch two times or something. And it's just like something to do with bad luck. Right. Or uh, black cats crossing in front of you. Is, is supposed to be really bad luck walking under ladders. Those are yes. all examples of superstitions. Exactly. So he's saying that he's not superstitious, so that he's not like to a really high level believes in these things, but he is a little bit. But it's just that funny thing because of the play on words that stitious is just not a word on its own. And you might say like you're super excited for something or, you know, you're you're super hungry because you haven't you haven't eaten all day and so that's why it kind of sounds like when you say superstitious, that it could be two words, right? Super and stitious, but it's actually just one. This kind of reminds me of my theater teacher in high school. She told us about when she was little, because, you know, kids, they're also like learning English and stuff. And so they, they mix things up. And so I believe her mother would always tell her and her sister, you know, um, be nice, be kind, behave. And so one day, like her sister did something bad. And so she told her mom, um, I don't know what her sister's name is, but let's say it's like Mary's like, Mary's not being have. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, because be nice, be kind, be have, but have isn't like a thing to be. <laughs> <laughs> That's a funny one. Yeah, behave is a word in and of itself. So you can't, you can't behave like as a yeah well you can but you you can't conjugate the be and behave i suppose yeah you would say mary is not behaving as a verb exactly yeah <laughs> exactly all right so you guys hopefully are cracking up a little bit or rolling your eyes at us but we're going to get, be getting into a lot more of this with today's main topic hey there real lifer have you downloaded the real life english app yet on the app, Andrea and I will guide you beyond the classroom to live, learn, and even speak English in the real world. So how do we do this? To start with, you can listen to the Real Life English podcast and Beyond Borders talk show, even this very episode, with digital transcripts so that you can follow along and develop your listening fluency. Plus, check dozens of definitions of all the most difficult vocabulary, 
idioms, phrasal verbs, slang, and so much more that you won't find anywhere else or in any other podcast. And how would you like to develop real-life speaking confidence at the touch of a button by speaking with other learners while making friends across cultures? Sounds like a dream, right? Well, now with the Real Life app, it will be a dream come true. Download the app to listen to our podcast with transcripts and definitions whenever and wherever you want and speak with people from all around the world. What are you waiting for? Join our global community today by clicking the link in the description of this podcast or by going to www.reallifeglobal.com slash app, that's A-P-P, or simply search for the Real Life English app in the Google Play or Apple App Store today and let us guide you beyond the classroom to live and learn and speak English in the real world. Ah, yeah. So Andrea and I both got a list of jokes, dad jokes, and we haven't seen each other's. So we're going to take turns telling each other. We'll give you a little bit of a few seconds so you can try to laugh at the joke or try to deduce the meaning of it. And then we'll explain it to you. Yeah. So here's my first joke, Ethan. Why do fathers take an extra pair of socks when they go golfing? Why do they take an extra pair of socks when they go golfing? In case they get a hole in one. (laughs) (laughs) That is a good one. All right. So what's the joke there? So the joke here is that often you sometimes get holes in your socks. That's kind of a normal thing. But a hole in one is, I mean, I'm not a golfer, but in golf, it's actually, if you do a shot, you can actually get a hole in one, right? Is it like when you take a shot and you do it for the first time? Is that called a hole in one? That's it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So they take an extra pair of socks in case they get a hole in the sock. But the play is that a hole in one is also a golf term. So, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) That that definitely sounds like a joke that someone's dad who golfs would tell. Yeah. This one I thought sounded appropriate for starting off. So when does a joke become a dad joke? Mm, I don't know. When does a joke become a dad joke? When it becomes apparent. Oh, clever. (laughs) (laughs) All right. That's probably a tough one for people. So what does it mean if something becomes apparent? It means that it becomes clear. It becomes clear Mm -hmm. to you. Yeah. So I suppose a dad joke, because they're not so complex, right? Usually dad jokes. So I suppose that's kind of like the play on words there is that if, if it's a joke is apparent, then it becomes a dad joke. But the other thing here is that if, if it were two words, a parent, a parent is another word for um, like the genderless word, I guess, for dad and mom or, or the plural parents. So basically, if a joke becomes a parent, like a mom or a dad, then it would become a dad joke. Yes, exactly. And I wonder if there's a difference here in the way that we pronounce the two words. Like, does it make more sense in American English or or is it the same? Like, How do you say a parent? A parent. So there's a, there's a little difference in that second vowel sound. Maybe. A parent. And parent? Parent. I think there's a tiny, I think it's definitely like when you say the two words, they sound exactly the same. And maybe when I say them, there's a slight difference. Could be. <laughs> okay, my next one. Which one shall I choose? I've got such a 
long list and I don't think we're going to get through all of them. Let's go for this one. I don't trust those trees. They seem kind of shady. (laughs) That's really good. So what's the, what does it mean if someone is shady? Yeah. So this as well, I think is more of an American word, but it's definitely becoming more prominent. We're, We're using it a lot more in the UK now as well. So if someone is shady, they are a little bit, another word would be sketchy or like a bit suspicious. You're a bit suspicious of them, maybe in the way that they're Mm -hmm. behaving and things like that. So in the UK, we'd probably say dodgy a little bit more, but then that wouldn't work for this joke. (laughs) Um, So yeah, (laughs) if someone's shady, they're acting a little bit suspiciously or maybe, yeah, not doing, not behaving in a very good way. Yeah, you might just imagine, I don't know, teenagers that are looking you know, they're smoking and they're listening to loud music or something. And you don't want to get too close because you don't, you can't trust what they're going to do and stuff. So you might cross over to the other side of the road to avoid them. But saying that a tree looks shady, what would a shady tree be? So basically trees create shade from the sun because especially if they are large trees, then they then they block the sun so that they provide shade. So if you're feeling really hot and you don't want to be in the sun, you might go under a tree. Um, So (laughs) this is the play on words here because (laughs) trees generally are shady. They provide you with that space outside of the sun. Exactly. I think my next one, that's going to be, let's see if you get it because uh, it's definitely American. So what does a baby computer call his father? Oh, I don't know. What does a baby computer call his father? Dada. Ah. (laughs) (laughs) That's a good one. You have to think about the American pronunciation, right? Yeah, this... Because how would would you say that word? I think if people, if you say that word, people will get it right away. Yeah, I say data. Data. So, yeah, the, (laughs) we have different ways that you can say father, right? And that children would call their, their father, right? And it could be like daddy, but another common one would be dada, which is like the first, is it the same in British English? Is that like the first, the first uh, word that you learn to say your father? Yeah, definitely. I think little children would start off saying dada because it's easier than saying like daddy. Mm -hmm. So you hear dada and mama probably. Which the word papa exists in English, but I think data is much more common. Uh, most other languages that I've learned use Papa. So, uh, but the joke here, as as you could hear with Andrew's pronunciation, that data or data in American English with the American T is like the information that you would find on a computer, right? So a baby computer calls his father <laughs> data or data is the joke. Yeah. yeah, it works really well with American English. <laughs> it does. With British English, it would fall on its face. What does that mean, that it would fall on its face? Yeah, you could say it falls on its face or it falls flat, right? Meaning that it it misses it misses the punchline, like there, uh, you um, miss the humor completely because people don't understand it. Exactly. Which is like a lot of Michael Scott that we mentioned from The Office, a lot of his <laughs> jokes fall flat. Yes, yes. People cringe rather than laugh. <laughs> That's a great series if, for people to watch if they want to like learn more about these jokes, by the way, get more exposure to them. Oh, yeah. If you haven't watched it, you have to. It's one of the best comedies ever. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so my next one, thinking again about another comedy. How do you follow Will Smith in the snow? How do you follow Will Smith in the snow? I have no idea. You follow the Fresh Prince. 
Oh, <laughs> that makes sense. <laughs> uh, so in case you don't know, Will Smith is the famous actor that played the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Um, mm-hmm. And the play on words here is that Usually, if you're walking in the snow, you leave footprints, spelt P-R-I-N-T-S. But it sounds very much like prince, as in P-R-I-N-C-E, when you say it. Mm -hmm. It's like that N-T, right? That a lot of times when you have N-T, that the T disappears. Exactly, yeah, that consonant cluster. So, yeah, that's a a good one. You have to follow the fresh prince. Let's see. Let me pick another one. Um, ooh, this one's good for our international audience. If we have any any French listeners, what do you call a Frenchman wearing sandals? Hmm. I don't know. What do you call a Frenchman wearing sandals? This is this is so corny. It's such a dad joke. So, Philippe Flop. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. Philippe Flop. <laughs> <laughs> that is super daddy. <laughs> So Philippe is like a, a French name, I guess, that would say Philip in English, right? Mm-hmm. Would be the equivalent. Yeah. So Philippe and a type of sandals that we wear in the summer, like um, you guys would call them flip-flops as well, right? We call them flip-flops in the US and the UK. I think it's in Australia that they have a different name. Yeah, we call them flip-flops. And I think in Australia, they call them thongs, don't they? Right. Which yeah. you don't want to use in the US at least. <laughs> no, or the UK, because it's a type of underwear. <laughs> Exactly. So, yeah, it's a type of a Frenchman wearing sandals, wearing flip-flops, a Philippe flop. Yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> Just a quick interruption to ask you a question. Do you ever feel frustrated when you are listening to a podcast, watching a TV series, or you are in a conversation in English and you do not understand what is said? Wouldn't it be great if there was some way to understand real English without getting lost and without getting bored? Well, now there is. With our Real Life Native Immersion course, we will take you on a 41-week real-life adventure of the English language, each week exploring a different topic connected to our goal to help you understand and use your English in the real world. Just imagine understanding your favorite TV series without subtitles, or confidently speaking with someone and comprehending everything they say. You can do it, and we're here to help. And the best part is, you can try it for free with our three-part power learning series. Just go to reallifeglobal.com slash pod to sign up. That's P-O-D. Or simply click the link in the description of this episode. What country's capital is growing the fastest? Which country's capital is growing the fastest? Uh, well, it sounds like an actual like trivia, but I'm sure it's not going to be. No, it's not. So the answer is Ireland. Every day it's Dublin. <laughs> okay, I got it. Yeah, every day it's Dublin. That took me a minute. I thought I thought like the joke was with Ireland, you know, with something with Ireland. Yeah. So Dublin, because it sounds like doubling. A lot mm-hmm. of times with ing words, right, we drop the g. So it's like if you drop the g in doubling, which means it's getting twice as big, and it's Dublin, right? Exactly. Yeah, and the capital of Ireland is Dublin. Exactly. Yeah, it's a pretty good one. <laughs> Took me a minute, but <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> be a good one to tell an Irish person. I wonder if they would get it really. Yeah. I mean, I wonder if it's like such a common joke that. <laughs> it's true, actually. I wonder. I'm going to ask some of my friends. I'll let you know. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, which days are the strongest? Ooh. I don't know. Which days are the strongest? Saturday and Sunday. The rest are weekdays. Oh, I, I didn't like, I didn't even think of that one. That's really good. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't get it either at first when I, when I saw it. So it's kind of like, there's an obvious answer to that, right? Saturday and Sunday are the weekend. Monday through Friday are weekdays, right? So what's the joke there? Yeah, so a weekday, like you said, is Monday to Friday, and that's spelled W-E-E-K, weekday. Um, but then we also have a word that sounds the same, but it's spelled differently and means something different. So week, spelled W-E-A-K, means the opposite of strong, basically. Exactly. So which days are the strongest? Saturday and Sunday, because Monday through Friday are weekdays. Mm, clever. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so my final joke for you today is, I ordered a chicken and an egg from Amazon. I'll let you know. <laughs> I saw this one as well when I was researching. That's pretty funny. I thought you would appreciate this one because I know that like you're quite a fan of Amazon as well, right? I am, yeah. It's <laughs> so convenient. Yes. No, it's it's not very good for the environment or or something. Like that. It's not very good for small shops and and things like this. But Yeah. So what is the funny thing about this one? What is it about a chicken and an egg? So there's a I guess it's like a joke or something, or it's like um, one of those questions, you know, that has never been answered. So it's like a philosophical sort of question. Uh, but what came first, the chicken or the egg? Exactly. So, you know, you can ask this question and people will have different answers for you. You can debate it and things like that. So the, the joke here is that if you order a chicken and an egg from Amazon, and then I say, I'll let you know, Basically, I'm not finishing off the sentences. I'll let you know which comes first. Exactly. That's a, <laughs> it is a good one. I must, I must added that to my list. <laughs> Someone complimented my parking today. They left a sweet note on my windshield that said, parking fine. <laughs> oh no, Ethan, they're not complimenting your parking. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that's a good one for English learners. So what does it mean? What's a, what's a parking fine? A parking fine is basically, if you get fined, you have to pay a penalty, you have to pay money. So maybe you've parked in the wrong place or where you're not allowed to park. And then someone comes and gives you what we call a parking ticket or a parking fine. And then you have to pay, pay that penalty. Yeah. You do not want to get a parking fine because in the States, at least they're usually very expensive. Uh, but the joke here is you say like fine is a synonym for good, right? So you might say you did a fine job on something, meaning like you did a good job on it. So it sounds like if someone left you a note on your windshield that said parking fine, it means like, oh, you good parking, good job parking. <laughs> yeah. But if you open up that envelope, you're not going to be so happy. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Once you see the, the price. All right. So if people want to keep learning, 
with jokes, we have an exclusive post over on Instagram, right, Andrea? We do. So you might have one or two bonus jokes just because we couldn't get through all of the ones that we had today. But we'll also be talking about ways you can talk about jokes, like to describe the way that you're laughing and things like that. Exactly. So that can be very useful if you are telling jokes or if someone tells you something really funny because you want to know how to respond besides just that's funny. <laughs> so be sure to head over to at reallife.english on Instagram and check that out. And we look forward to seeing you next week on the Real Life English podcast. One, two, three. Oh, yeah. Hey again, I hope you enjoyed today's lesson. Don't be a stranger. You can find all the notes like vocabulary, links, and more for this lesson on our blog at reallifeglobal.com. And connect with us and on Instagram at reallife.english for even more fun English recommendations. Do you want to continue your learning and get confident, fluent English? Then I have a couple great recommendations for you. First of all, check out our YouTube channel, Learn English with TV series, where you can have fun learning to understand fast-speaking natives with your favorite movies, series, and more without getting lost, without missing the jokes, and without subtitles. Second, if you like our podcast, then our real-life native immersion course is perfect for you. It is the next best thing to studying abroad in an English-speaking country. Try it for free with our three-part power learning series. Just go to reallifeglobal.com slash pod to sign up. Finally, if you are enjoying our podcast, then please assist us in helping more people go beyond the classroom and live their English. You can do this by sending a link to this podcast to a friend or by leaving us a five-star review wherever you are listening. We might even shout you out on the podcast. Stay healthy and safe, and I look forward to seeing you next week. Aw, yeah.